Hey everybody, uh, in a world of social media and influencers and people going on crazy adventures, today we're gonna be talking about image, perception, and what we present to the outside world and what we even think about ourselves. So ready or not, let's jump into it. What's up, everybody? Uh, today we're in the studio. We got Pastor David here. Aloha. And we got Daniel and Lydia Messenger. And Hi. Uh, you got me, Joe. You're stuck with me again. Yep, the one and only. Yeah, the one. <laughs> uh, but today, Daniel and Lydia, I've known you guys for a long time. Uh, actually, I, I met you guys through serving with you in the high school ministry, what, 12 years ago? 13 years no, ago? No, it's probably been... Uh, Don't say 15, 20. 16. Don't say 20 years. <laughs> 16. Well, uh, I think it's 2016. 2006. Congratulations, guys. Pre, Pre-beard. Uh, if you don't yeah. know, Daniel has a very long beard that's uh, at a, you know, like, what, a foot long now. Yeah. Uh, before, it was just an awesome mustache. That's what he had. <laughs> uh, but huge respect for both of you. Um, I've I've got to serve alongside of you for a number of years, uh, senior marriage, seeing you guys raise your girls, and uh, Daniel, you and I have developed an awesome relationship that's spanned, you know, 16 years now. Uh, but just to see even Lydia, to get to know you, huge respect for both of you. Uh, you guys moved, what, four years ago to East... About five. Yeah. yeah, five years to Eastern Washington. And then last year, uh, you started a church, which... Uh, Crazy. <laughs> uh, we kind of touched on that on another podcast, uh, yep, so I won't get go more. Too, too far into that. But um, I love you guys. I'm, I'm super thankful for you. Uh, I just love doing ministry. I mean, and, and that's the awesome thing about this is I know you guys because we served alongside each other and got to serve our Father in heaven. And there, I can't tell you. Like, I mean, that's how I know David. That's yep. how I know a lot of my friends and and close brothers and sisters and. Um, that's how I met my wife. So an encouragement to all you out there, get involved, start serving at your church. Uh, because Joe is guaranteeing a wife out of this. No, <laughs> that's no, what it no, sounded like. No, <laughs> I, I, I don't guarantee anything. <laughs> no, but seriously, if there was no Jesus, I'd have nothing I currently have. Like no, nothing, nothing. That's right. If Jesus, if Jesus wasn't involved in this, I would definitely not know you guys and probably wouldn't want to know you. So oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, but God is good. And so, um, but today we're going to be talking about Something maybe we've talked about in the past, um, but we got Lydia in the studio That's as well, right. so, and, and a married couple, so we get different angles of this. But it's something that we all deal with on a day-to-day basis that uh, maybe gets talked about quite a bit, but it's something that we really need to be concerned about, I guess, in the correct way. Um, and that's image and then your perception of yourself or what you think people think about you. Like, what? Like, does it matter? Should it matter? And why does it matter, I yeah. guess? Uh, but just, I don't know, when you guys hear the word, just even the image, or, and Lydia, I'll let you start off. What do you think about, what, what do you think things that you have grown in, like grown up and, and thought about and now being an adult and, and having kids and like, what is something that you, when you think about image and what does that mean? Define that, I guess. Oh gosh, that's a tough one. I think, um, first of all, our image and our identity shouldn't be wrapped up in this world if we call ourselves Christians. And I know that can be very murky as the world gets darker. I was a on staff at a church that uh, perhaps it was very relevant. Can I, can I leave it at that? And um, there were times where I thought, should we be listening to this music as a staff? Should we be recommending this movie? Should we be um, wrapped so wrapped up in the world? And it seemed at times where 
we wanted to represent Christ, but it was Jesus and, if that makes sense. And so I think our image and our identity, we really have to examine what do we allow ourselves to be influenced by. And um, that even means who uh, we allow in, in regards to Bible studies, in regards to music, in regards to uh, Instagram. And so I think it goes back to the Word of God and prayer and really submitting ourselves to the Lord. And I think even, dare I say it, um, I went to Bible college. I won't tell you which one. Um, but uh, there was a lot of, um, well, I read my Bible, and have you heard of this Christian author? I read my Bible, and I do this Bible study from this awesome person in New York, and it's so cool. And so it was more identifying with the coolness of Christianity in this weird culture um, rather than just Jesus alone. And I remember uh, one of my professors, Larry Powers, is an amazing man of God. Uh, in one of his um, classes, he said, don't forget to really stay focused on Jesus only and don't allow it to become Jesus and fill in the blank. Just to validate Larry, not that we're not about Jesus. Right. Uh, I love that man. Yeah, I, that's awesome. That, man, if we could all grow and learn yeah. to encourage people. But even that, that word of knowledge that he gives, right? Like yeah. the, 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 a man that I think the little bit I know of him, of just huge respect. Mm -hmm. And he says, look it, it's not about me. It's yep. not mm -hmm. about the school. It's not right. about what's cool. It's not Jesus and it's Jesus. Yep. Well, that's what period, even for him and then for mm -hmm. you guys and Joe, like the reason, like, man, I love these people. Mm -hmm. I love Larry. It's because you just tell me to look to Jesus. Yes. <laughs> Amen. So yeah, Amen. that's awesome. Daniel, you have, you have something to add there? No, I was just thinking back to those days when, when I first met Lydia and, you know, we started dating, she was still in college and, um, I was coming out of the cool phase of my life. Um, by the way, when you get into your forties, you just, you're not cool anymore. So <laughs> you're not really concerned with it. Um, but we were, it was just struck me in interacting with the people she was going to school with. It was always what she said. It was Jesus plus. And I was coming to a place in my life where I was coming out of drugs, coming out of searching the world, coming out of doing all those things, and it was all emptiness. And you go, all I really want is Jesus, because it was the only thing of substance. And so the idea that I would take the only thing of substance and pair it with vapid, empty world yeah. was so repulsive to me. It's like, no, I don't think you understand. Jesus is the first thing that I've come back to that yep. actually had substance. Why would you pair it with this other image stuff? That I've already I've already been there. That's yep. right. I'm coming back to you and telling you that there's nothing there. Let's not do that. And yep. so I, I remember those days and just uh, we see a lot of people going through that even now. And you just want to, come on, there's yep. nothing there. Yep. Well, the, even the idea or the word image is like, it's almost an elusive statement. Yeah. Okay, image. Is image the way you present yourself and how you want people to see you? Is image mm -hmm. the way you see yourself and no one really knows? Mm -hmm. Is it the way Christ? Like, even the topic's a little bit elusive. Um, it, it really is. It's a broad subject, right, too. Yep. And it's, I mean, I, some of my notes here just talked about what image. Like, are we talking about a relationship? Are we talking, you know, uh, body image, right? Are we talking, are we talking present, you know, like... Uh, 
I even think about like you flip through Instagram and you see these these influencers, you know, maybe they go on awesome adventures, you know, like go backpacking and camping. I mean, that's like I like backpacking. So I'm always seeing these guys like, man, they these people just live the most awesome life ever, or like van life, you know, mm-hmm. like hey, they're going, you know, like <laughs> or or whatever it is, but it's it's what they're presenting to us. Yep. And yet we're window shopping all the time at those things. Uh like at it doesn't necessarily even have to be clothes, but just lifestyles that people live. Um, and that can also be the way Christians are li- leave, living, you know, we, and that might not be necessarily a bad thing, right? That might encourage you to go on a mission trip or whatever, but there's also motive behind that too. Like why would, you know, why are we wanting to present these things? And, uh, it's easy, you know, a lot of, we do it for the likes, we do it because we, we do it for all those different things. Mm-hmm. But when it comes back to it, like you said, it's Jesus and the substance of, of, of like, he is everything. Um, and the world's view of of how we present ourselves, it's like, how do you combat that as a Christian? What would you say is some way like, you know, we we see, you know, we're involved in this world, we're in this world, we're not, you know, just hermits on an island. I hope you not. Know? Better right. not. Uh, and it's not bad to go on adventures. It's not mm-hmm. bad to to window shop necessarily, right? Or to even post about your adventures. Uh, but what is like how, what is our response as Christians in this world? Like what should we, you know, how do we deal with that? So I've, um, as we were kind of talking about doing the podcast and I was just trying to think and reflect about my life, I've um, had two distinct careers that were definitely, uh, I had to unfortunately post on social media for my job. And um, I've really learned that, even if that's the case, so even if you're in a in a job where you're having to do social media or, or you have your business and you're having to post a lot, I think um, it's all about what you said, intention. And so um, I'm a real estate agent now, and I've really had to take a step back and say, okay, Lord, in, in this fast-paced market that we're in right now, uh, what do you want? What is my intention? Just like what you said. And so, um, it sounds odd to the world, but every client I pray before, um, I meet them. I pray during the process. Um, I pray over every transaction that I send out and I just ask for God's will in it. And I've had clients, um, walk, I've had clients get frustrated. I've had deals fall apart and, um, it's really shown me that my identity can't be in the highs and in the lows because it's just going to wreck myself. And so um, last week I had a client that we found the perfect home for. Uh, offer was accepted on a Friday. We all rejoiced because I've seen them, shown them 35 homes. Um, I've <laughs> spent numerous hours with them and I was so excited. And I thought, Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you. And then Sunday morning he texts me and says, we need to talk. And I thought, oh no. And I just felt myself going into that low, right? Identifying, putting my identity in that sale. And I just sense the Lord saying, you have a choice to make. You can either allow this to affect your day. And of course it's right before church, or you can give it to me and surrender it and allow me to just whatever happens. And, and there was just such power in that moment. And I think oftentimes, especially as women, we have high expectations. We see the influencers on Instagram. We see these perfect amazing magazine um, look-alike lives. And so we have, um, if this dinner doesn't go well, or if this 
thing doesn't go perfect. Um, I'm a failure. And I think, again, placing our identity in the Lord, placing situations to the Lord and just saying, God, whatever your will is. So thankfully, the Lord totally intervened. I, I uh, let myself cool down. I prayed right before I called. And um, the other thing is this couple knows I'm a Christian. They know we started a church and they call themselves Christians, but they have a very tainted view of Christianity. So I just really need to be careful on what I say and do. And um, after our conversation, it was just, again, totally the Lord. And so I think there is a part of us just as human beings that want to cling to everything, to identify with everything. Um, like I'm a mom, I'm a wife. Um, right now I'm a real estate agent. I'm, you know, I teach Sunday school. And so we have all these things that we want to identify ourselves with, but at the end of the day, it just needs to be surrendered to the Lord. And that's can be very difficult, but at the same time, it's, um, very freeing to say the Lord, you're in control of this. Yeah, totally. Uh, I think there's a, um, there's like a rest in, in the Lord, yes. right? Mm -hmm. From those highs and those lows, the things that life throws at us and the things that happen to us. But when we're resting and uh, yes. abiding, if mm -hmm. you will, <laughs> in the Lord. Really the world always wants to break into that. Yes. It just does. Like, mm -hmm. And I know you asked, like, how do we combat some things? And for me, a lot of times it's this question of like, is whatever it is I'm looking at, whether that's literally looking at, social media wise or imagining like, oh, this side business or whatever, <laughs> do those things influence my attitude Yep. for good or for bad, you know, worse. Mm -hmm. And then especially the social media thing, I think for people, does it encourage you or right. does it discourage you? Absolutely. Uh, make you discontent. I think it's probably even the better word. Yes. It's weird. There can be this, I don't want anyone else's life. I just don't like my own. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's discontentment. And Absolutely. whatever that's from, it's not it's not what God desires for you. Right. Yeah, I think that's a big thing. Um the, the that discontentment, right? Mm -hmm. Because it it proves that you're not content in the Lord. Yep. Right. It, it that shows it's a it, like when you have that feeling of discontentment, it shows you that your your eyes are focused on the wrong thing. Uh, Daniel, I mean, have you encountered that just like uh, dealing with the different who we're supposed to be, like the image of of even even who I'm supposed to be as a Christian or uh, a follower of Christ, like and trying to to be something that maybe it's like you're trying to prove to someone else uh, a perception of that. I think we all fall into different stages of that throughout our Christian walk. Um, and we have to be really careful. I, I know this last year in starting a church, I found myself like, okay, what are they expecting from me as the pastor? You know, I, this is new to me. And it's like, what am I going to show them? Who, what are they expecting? And I, and I found myself really spending an inordinate amount of time focused on like, what are their expectations for me instead of really just focusing, Lord, what do you want me to do? And um, I hate to say it like this, but it's kind of like take it or leave it because the Lord's asked me to do something, so I'm just doing it. And it gets to that point where it's like I can't, I can't be focused on what they want anymore because it's just driving me crazy. And if you allow the images and allow that perception like, well, this is what a pastor is. This is what a pastor does. A pastor goes and is feeding 
the the homeless. Like you've got to be doing that at least one day a week. You've got to be in the hospital at <laughs> yeah. least one day a week. That's what a pastor does. And um, you will drive yourself crazy. And you really just have to say, Lord, what do you want from me today? And what can I do? It's crazy you frame it that way because whether it's in being a pastor or a parent or a friend or a spouse, like you can begin to live for what other people think you should be. And I mean, that's such a slick trick of the enemy, man. Yeah. You don't even realize you're doing it because it's an honorable thing. Yeah, like you're, you're, good stuff. you're really trying to like do the best for everybody else and be assuming it's not the carnal version. Right. Um, you begin to live to be an image that someone else has created for you right. and not who God has said you are. Absolutely. That's, I mean, that's a slick little lie. I know for me, there seems to be seasons of this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know if you guys relate to that, but like, even as you were saying, like you've that whole, uh, Daniel, you that idea of you being a pastor and having to, you know, come to that realization, who am I doing this for? Yeah. Like, and that's just one aspect of your life, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> there, there's there's lots of them, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, and then there's different seasons of life, right? Uh, and for me, it's a it's a constant like going. Who am I going back to? What am I going back to? And because you get exa- it's exhausting. I don't know if you guys can relate to that out there. Yep. But it's exhausting to put on this front all the time. It's 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 hard enough to be who you are. Yeah. yeah. It's, and yeah. and in thinking about that, like who am I? <laughs> like you're just <laughs> contemplating. It's like you. It's exhausting. And the word that comes to mind is just surrender. Yes. You yes. learn to just surrender, and I think you learn to surrender quickly. Yes. Uh, quicker, I guess. Yeah. Um. I, I don't know if if even in that, like, how do you? What does that look like to surrender? in your guys' life? Like what practically, mm-hmm. uh, like, I don't know if we can dive deep into your, your quiet time with the Lord or, mm-hmm. or what is that? I think for me, cause I fought it for several years of this is, um, my time. This is my identity. This is me, 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 me. <laughs> and mm-hmm. a lot of identity mm-hmm. is being surrounded in, uh, me. What do people think of me? And I think, uh, it's surrendering our will to the Lord and just saying, okay, God, whatever you want of this conversation. Obviously, there's a reason why I'm sitting next to this person in the plane. So what should our conversation be? It's taking those little steps daily. I think also too, I've really realized because our lives are a little crazy right now. And um, just every morning saying, Lord, what what influence do you want to seep into my life? So I think oftentimes we see this as a sin, non-sin issue. Um, but it can be something as simple as if I listen to this music, am I going to be emotionally invested in this? And if I'm going to be emotionally invested in this music, does that mean that I won't be emotionally invested in someone who's needing prayer or someone who's needing help? Will I be so, you know, empty because I invested in this or this TV show or, um, this social media thing? Am I, am I pouring myself out into that or allowing it to influence me so that therefore that emotional tank that, um, the Lord should be filling every day becomes empty and we're not allowing ourselves to be filled in the right ways to pour out in the right ways. And so, um, I was challenging our ladies in our prayer group, where do we go when we're tired? And I think that's a huge testament of surrender. So um, 
do we sit there and do we ask the Lord for prayer? Do we turn on worship music immediately? Or do we flip through YouTube or flip through Instagram or TikTok or whatever and get our fill, quote unquote, that way? And so I think it comes down to surrendering to the Lord and daily and asking him, how do you want me to spend my time, even in the little things? And also, Lord, are you directing my emotional tank? Yeah. If that makes sense. No. If I can, does that mean all YouTube, all, all Instagram, all TikTok is bad? It's all bad. It's all, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I, just in case you think, I only think, all I, I, I only think, I only think ninety percent of it's bad. But I know you also weren't asking me, so no. I mean, it's it's up for discussion, right? But I mean, I get it. There's times yeah. where I'm just, I just, um, it's. It, it, the word vegging out, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And you're not even thinking about whatever you're doing or you're, you know, and it's not necessarily wrong to have Instagram and to look at that and doesn't mean your brain always has to be engaged. Right. But um, it's also just, it's being conscious of, even though you're not engaged in what you're looking, that, that Instagram, that YouTube mm-hmm. and all that stuff, it's still having influence. Yes. And I it's being conscious of that. For our kids, our, especially our oldest right now, like, you know, he's got an Instagram, it's on our phone or whatever, all, whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, but trying to teach him like, and this is, this is not a, a 16 year old thing. Cause I, I've watched 30 and 40 and 50 year olds do it. It's okay to know you don't have enough control for this. Uh, there's things I know I will get lost in. So, but, it, but I can still do it because let's say it's just scrolling through the reels of Instagram I set a timer, 15 minutes when that goes up. Cause dude, all of a sudden it's been 40 minutes. Right? Yeah. I yeah. cannot believe I could, I literally at the end of my life could die 40 minutes earlier and it wouldn't make a difference. Like, yeah, um, yeah practically, I think that's a huge one is putting a right. timer on. And I think for me, it's putting what needs to be first, first. Yep. I think, really good. you know, you were talking about that fill from the Lord. Mm-hmm. I'm just, man, social media, we should start one of these podcasts. <laughs> I have a growing vehement hatred for social media, because one of the reasons I really think God can't speak to a cluttered mind, Mm. right? And so if our mind is just, it's just random stuff, which isn't evil, but you're not going to have a God thought if you're filling it with random thought, like meditate on the word, be still before the Lord for a few minutes. And I think you're seeing a weakness grow and thin the church and its influence because it our the church as a whole, its right. mind is not stayed on you. And the Bible says God will keep us in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. So guess what's mm-hmm. growing? Anxiousness and worry and yep. powerlessness and Well, we could go into I that. Know, and I'm sorry. More, I'm no, going I, you're way hard left. Because I mean, it's like how would you attack an enemy? It's like you spread their line so thin that you can break through. Mm-hmm. And so our mind going into all these different directions into image, into all these other things. It's like, I've got a whole bunch of half-baked cakes everywhere in my mind. And you're like, I don't have the capacity for even one more thing. Yeah, you really don't. Yeah, Yeah, and to bring this back to image, because this is what we're talking about, right? Because it is something that gets talked about already in society, right? Not even only in the church, but like in in the world, right? Body image, and people are so concerned about this. And it's funny that we're even talking about this right now to bring it up. But it really is, and you t- you said it, Lydia. This is when I think about it. It's me, 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 me. 
when it needs to be him, 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 Jesus, yeah. right? Yeah. And so it's when you can, it's that surrender of of who you are. Can you do that? Can you surrender who you are to the Lord in every part of it? Um, and and let him dictate what what that means and what you should look like, and that's what matters. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if this is exactly along the lines, but I think of, when I think of image, I want to ask the question, is this the real image or is this an illusion? And so often in life, we think it's the image, it's just an illusion. It's just a, a shadow of something. And um, I was teaching on this a few weeks ago, and uh, James, we're all familiar with James one twenty two, probably, and it says, uh, but be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man observing his natural face in a mirror, for he observes himself and goes away and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. And so the point I would make is that when you're a doer of the word, you see reality for what it is. What does a mirror do but just show you reality? When I look in a mirror, I see the reality, warts, wrinkles, and all. <laughs> you see it. When you're a person who doesn't do God's word, you walk away, you forget what that image is. Yep, you forget absolutely. what reality is. Yep. And so image can play this huge role, but it's not real. It's not real. We need to, to really focus on what's real. And the image of the risen Savior is real. Yeah. His word is real and doing his word is real. And that's what'll keep us grounded in reality. When we're grounded in reality, then we're going to have the proper image. We're going to have the proper image in front of us. We're going to have the right mindset when it comes to image, but it's the reality that we have to be based in and it's being a doer of God's word. Well, and think about, and Lydia, I'd love to hear you kind of touch on this, but yeah, it says we're on body and all that kind of stuff. Um, is it Peter who says, like, look, ladies, it's not about the braided hair and the fine apparel, but he says true beauty is gentle and contrite spirit, right? There's there's a different version of Absolutely. reality for the kingdom, at least. I don't Absolutely. know. Absolutely, yeah. And longevity, too. Um, I know that as a young woman, it's so easy to get focused on, okay, I need to start dating. Okay, I need to get engaged. Okay, I need to get married. Okay, I need to have kids. Okay, I need to buy the house. And we just focus so much on these chapters in our lives that we don't just sit and, one, live in the moment and just be thankful for the craziness that it brings. But two, a lot of those big chapters, you'll only get to experience once. So you only get to experience getting married once. You only get to experience having your first kid once. And that can, we can kind of lean towards, okay, I'm only going to experience this once, so I need to have the big parties and spend a ton of money and do all this crazy stuff. But um, what I'm talking about is just to take a deep breath and relax and enjoy that moment, enjoy the messiness of having kids because they're going to be to school in no time. They're going to be out of the house in no time. And then you're going to say, where are my babies? I miss them so much. So savor those moments of life. I remember Daniel one, one time told me and I I didn't like it when I was a young young woman, but um, he said, we are going to miss the times in our 980 square foot house with our little babies puttering up and down the stairs and just being excited that, you know, we're, we're poor, we're barely, barely <laughs> paying the mortgage, but we're happy in this season. And so I just would encourage all of you young ladies, wherever you're at, don't get so anxious about the next season. Just 
take a deep breath and say, Lord, what do you want me to know in this season? Lord, what do you want me to learn in this season? And perhaps it may be in those quiet moments with the Lord. And I think often when I get really stressed, when I get really weary, I have less of those quiet moments with the Lord. So it's turning off the radio, it's turning off my phone, and it's just saying, okay, God, would you just speak in this moment? And um, I just want to encourage you, the Lord speaks to women in such unique ways that it's so tender to our hearts. And what I love about that is often at times it may not be in a prayer closet. It may be taking your kids to and from soccer. It may be doing the dishes that the Lord just presses something so deep on your heart that you're like, Lord, thank you for that. He meets us where we're at. And so I would encourage you women, first of all, take, you know, perhaps take some time off of social media, uh, spend time with friends that you just really enjoy that, um, you know, are going to speak into your life. And then also one thing I was really thankful for are, um, going to the mops groups, going to the Bible studies that are, um, Bible based that are, um, deep in the word of God and learning from women in different uh, age brackets than you, different seasons of life than you, um, really allow as a as a young woman uh, to be able to have that time with um, older women. They're going to become your uh, spiritual mamas, and you will cherish the time that you'll have with them. That's awesome. I know you said something a minute ago, just don't be so quick to want the next season. And I think we got to go after that carrot that's yeah. <laughs> out in front of us. And like, yeah. if I get married, then I'll find contentment. Yes. Oh, wait, no, I need kids. Oh, wait, yeah. no, we need a house. Oh, wait, no, we need a boat. Yeah. Oh, wait, mm-hmm. no, we need. And then you'll be 80 being like, yeah. oh, wait. Right. And you can't wait because it's over. And it's, it's just, it's crazy. Yeah, this, I mean, man, we can go on. This is, I, I love talking and I hanging know. out with you guys. We do have to end this, oh. but it's, uh, the, man, the way the world is going, I just thinking about Facebook changing their name to Meta, right? The oh Metaverse, the gosh. Zoom meetings, and a world of, of everything is just uh, um, perception and fake, mm-hmm. maybe, or mm-hmm. n- not real. Uh, Find who you are for real in the reality of Jesus Christ. Absolutely. And let the let the author of reality dictate Amen. that, Amen. right? Uh, so I encourage you guys, get with the Lord, be with him, and be more worried about what about that relationship mm-hmm. than anything else. You got it. Yep. I'm going to echo what Joe just said. Be with the Lord until you say what Peter said because of a Holy Spirit revelation. Yeah. Right, when there was a million places to go and everyone was taking off towards the new cultural hot button mm-hmm. topic. Look, are you guys going to go too? Mm-hmm. And Peter says, to whom shall we go? Yep. You alone have the words of eternal life. And it, get with Jesus and don't leave until that is burning yep. in your soul. The creator who was and is and is to come and the only thing that is actually real. Right? Amen. <laughs> Amen. All right, guys. Till the next one. See you later. Adios.